0: Welcome to the Eat Like an Italian podcast, where we will discuss the rationale, benefits, and practical application of the Mediterranean diet. We will explain how to maintain healthy eating habits without actually dieting, while at the same time enjoying some of the best cuisine on the planet. The centuries old food traditions found in Italy still provide the most accurate template for a long and active life in the 21st century. We'll dive into the what of these practices. But we'll also unpack the why so we can better understand the direct links between lifestyle choices and overall well being. Join us in the kitchen and at the table for a generous helping of delicious food. Here's to your health. Ciao. Buongiorno a tutti. I'm back with Robert from Stop Italian Sounding, and we're going to talk a little bit today about this new list that came out, the Taste Atlas best cheeses in the world. And of course, Italian cheeses are just all over this list, pretty much dominating it. Robert, how are you today? Hey, Rick, I'm doing well. And what about yourself? Not too bad. I, I want to talk about this because, um, you know, I love Italian cheeses. Uh, well, I love cheese in general. And, and you know, I, I want to get into a little bit more of the specifics here. And, and so we know you know, what we're eating and where it's coming from and, you know, what to look for in in these different kinds of cheeses. So um, this is exciting. I mean, I guess Italians must be pretty proud of this list. Yes, very proud.
1: I mean, I've I've seen it all over the news, all over uh, social media. So they're definitely uh, using it as a leverage as eight of the top 10, according to Taste Atlas, are uh, Italian cheeses.
0: Do you happen Um, to know anything about this list? I mean, do you know anything about the list, like how they came up with this list and how they, what criteria...
1: So to my knowledge, Taste Atlas is, is American, um, and it's quite simple. Their methodology is just simply to have, uh, I guess, um, their, their followers or their users or their reader base go on and just simply vote, which they think are the best. Um, so um, it's, it's, it's quite
0: simple. I would say okay so it's 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 a popular vote based on yes. uh people who are consider themselves foodies or at least you know they they're interested in food and and it, and they they care enough to you know cast a vote so exactly <laughs> I mean, people who exactly. have a little something about it all right so let's let's go ahead and dive in um uh, where do you want to start you want to kind of just give I us would, an overview at of the list
1: yeah, yeah sure um so uh, number one, according to Taste Atlas, is uh, Parmigiano Reggiano, which happens to also be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess we could just go through the top 10 uh, to see uh, what's there. Well, first I mean, of all, let's just let say, so I mean,
0: you know, seven of the top 10 are from Italy. Is that yep, not? Or eight, yeah. out, eight out of the top 10 are from oh, Italy. Eight out of the top 10. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. No, that's
1: fine. Uh, so we have Parmigiano Reggiano, number one, Gorgonzola Piccante, number two, number three, Burrata, number four, Grana Padano. And then number five, it's a Mexican cheese. I've never tried it before. Uh, number six is a Stracchino de Crescenza. Number seven, Mozzarella di Bufala Campana. Uh, number eight, a Portuguese cheese. Number nine, Pecorino Sardo, and number ten, Pecorino Toscano.
0: Ah, uh, uh, so. Yeah, the number fifteen is the pecorino romano. So I think the, the yeah. Romans are going to be a little upset about that. That they're they <laughs> are because they, they're I, usually known for their their cheese, their pecorino cheese, and they've been uh you know outdone here by the the Sard- the Sardinians and the Tuscans. And so
1: exactly, I have to say I was quite surprised that pecorino romano was number fifteen. I thought it would be up there as well, mm-hmm. um, given the fact that I, I'm assuming most of the people who voted on this are American, and pecorino romano seems to be a very uh, very popular in the United States. But Fifteen's not that
0: bad. No, you know, no, if you're talking about I mean all the cheeses. Yeah, the world. cheese of the world, exactly. So, <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's go through it a little more then. So, Parmigiano. Oh, first of all, we we were mentioning earlier. Uh, we should make the distinction. I mean, we want to talk about where they come from, the regions, also. You know, fresh cheeses versus uh, aged cheeses, um, and then right. yeah, as far as you know, pairings and all that. So, um, why don't we just why don't we go through the top? 10, or we'll go through the, eight, yeah, sure. the top eight, the, the Italian ones anyway, and talk a little okay. more about them.
1: Sure. Okay. So uh, Parmigiano Reggiano uh, is a hard cheese, uh, aged a minimum of 12 months, comes from uh, the Emilia-Romagna region. So we're talking about the provinces of Reggio Emilia, Parma, um, uh, Modena, uh, Bologna, to the left of the Reno River, and Mantova south of uh, the uh, River Po.
0: Okay. So it's
1: a cheese, like I said, aged uh, 12 months, um, very versatile cheese. I like the snack on it. You know, you chunk a little bit, uh, maybe have a glass of wine, some prosciutto on the side is actually a good, uh, good light dinner. I would say as yeah. well, um, yeah. you know, graded, most people grade it. Uh, but one thing that a lot of people don't know is that you could actually eat the rind.
0: I so, saw you did something with that. where you fried it or something? Or you, what did you do with that? Yeah. saw something on your so
1: yeah. So it was quite simple. I have the rind, you know, I, I scraped, scraped the rind to clean it off a little bit and I just simply put it on a hot pan. I don't add anything. Um, let it melt for about a minute, take it off. I added personally some um, uh, balsamic vinegar uh, from Modena and I just ate it. It's very good. Yeah,
0: yeah It wow. looked but great you... on your, on your post. Um, let, let me ask you this. Uh, so, well, first of all, I want to comment that, you know, Parmigiano-Rodigiano is one of those ingredients and you know food in italy is very regional but you'll find this this particular cheese all over italy um i think no matter where you go they're gonna they're gonna offer this as the cheese to to sort of grate on your pasta if the pasta calls for grated cheese on it they're gonna probably default to this one i think i mean is that true or is it um um, yeah i mean i
1: guess at times they'll default to a lot of times they'll default to what their local production is okay um but yeah, Parmigiano tend to, tends to be the go-to. Even uh, number four on the list, Grana Padano. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really depended on on what the what the dish is. Like I, I'm thinking we're in one right now, the uh, carbonara probably wouldn't put
0: Parmigiano, but
1: no, pecorino. pecorino. Romano, yeah, know? of
0: course, yeah. Um, yeah. The- the Roman dishes want the pecorino on them. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I don't blame them. It's their it's their pride, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Parmigiano Reggiano is is a is a hard aged cheese, and then the next two, the Gorgonzola Picante and the Burrata, I think, are both um, f- uh, fresh cheeses, right?
1: Yeah. So here's an interesting thing interesting no, thing. Number two, not. Gorgonzola yeah. Picante um, is more the aged uh, type of Gorgonzola. If we skip all the way okay. to number thirty-seven, uh, number thirty-seven. 37- is gorgonzola dolce which actually happens to be my favorite form of gorgonzola um gorgonzola dolce is more of a creamier type of gorgonzola okay uh whereas like i said the picante is more aged so you could i guess if you, you could cut it um you could crumble it um it's still delicious you know i when I whenever i go shopping i always look for igor uh because it's uh, it's a brand that i could find even here in new jersey mm-hmm. for gorgonzola and that's one that i uh, that i really like um, but I was kind of disappointed that Corbenzola Dolce, the creamier one was so far down on the list because that yeah. is for me, very dangerous. I could eat that all day for every single meal.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> love it. I love it. To, you know, like, uh, you know, a, a very healthy slab of it on, on a little piece of bread, you know, more oh cheese my than gosh. bread and, and just, but, but just enough bread to sort of help it into your mouth, you know?
1: <laughs> so simple, so simple, yeah, a piece of, like you said, a piece of
0: bread and and you're good. Yeah yeah uh the burrata uh it's it's like a, a, a mozzarella uh similar to mozzarella yes. or
1: what is yes. it what's so the burrata, i mean i guess if you were to look at it quickly you, you would assume it's a mozzarella but instead it's um uh first of all it comes from puglia and it is a stuffed like inside it's it's a creamy um and smooth uh interior okay so when you cut it it comes you, you see it explodes. kind of kind oozing of, out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has a very, I would say, buttery and mild and sweet taste. Um, cow's milk type of fresh cheese. Okay. Unfortunately for me here in New Jersey, it's kind of difficult to find because it is fresh. Uh, right. So there's not much exports from Italy. Right. Uh, and if yeah, you do that- find it, you have to eat it right away.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's the thing about all the fresh cheeses. It would be really hard unless you're someplace maybe like in Manhattan where they're flying it in, you know, every day or something. I exactly. Mean, uh, you know, but it'd be hard. I mean, here in South Florida, we have a local producer who's from, uh, you know, the Campania region of Italy and he makes his own uh, fresh cheeses here. But they're, you know, using the wow. milk from here. So it's not right, right. It's not the same. It's not the same cows that technically that not. Right. Even though it's right. the same style of cheese he's making, it's you can't call it that, I suppose, if it's not the same cow's milk. Mm, um. No, exactly,
1: exactly. Well, in the in the in the um the case of burrata, I believe it is a, uh, a protected. They call I think P A T. They call it in Italian prodotto alimentare tradizionale, so a traditional food product. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as high as adult product where it's really protected. Right. Um, but I, I guess the know how of this product is what's protected uh, in this case.
0: Interesting. I I was in Spain this summer, uh, this last summer, and uh, they had burrata was on the menu and and I try to, you know, ask them, is this like a mozzarella? Is this like the Italian? They're like, no, this is our cheese. And so like they, for some reason, they, I don't know if they didn't know that it was like, uh, I I don't know. I don't know if it's like, if it's, if it's a parallel uh, evolution or if they borrowed it from Italy, but they had burrata on the menu and, and they didn't seem to think it was an Italian cheese. They thought it was the Spanish cheese. Really? So, very. And they still call it burrata. They call it burrata. Yeah. Now they might have wow. had one R instead of two, but uh, I, I don't be. remember. Yeah. Ah, very but interesting. It was interesting. Hey, yeah. I tried. I tried it. Trying to take. That trying this... to
1: take the number two, number three cheese on the list. Come on. <laughs> you're trying. <you're laughs>
0: they yeah. uh, you Take the so, credit. So then, we go down to four, and that's the Grana Padano. What's What's that like exactly?
1: Yes. So Grana Padano is also a hard cheese, very similar to Parmigiano. Um, just made in a uh, different region um, so in terms of the Emilia-Romagna region it's made on the eastern side of the R- Reno river um,
0: and it's so made it more of also... Romagna than the Emilia side or is it, it exact, actually...
1: exact, okay. bravissimo, exactly exactly okay. uh, it's also made in all of northern Italy so we're talking about like a, a Piemonte Lombardia um, and it's not as aged the minimum aging is not as long as Parmigiano So it does have a slightly different taste. It is widely used. Um, It's not as expensive. Um, Good to grade, good to chunk and eat, uh, so on and so forth. But it is a very uh, exported uh, cheese around the world. Mm -hmm. Even though, oddly enough, here in New Jersey, I could find parmigiano a lot easier than grana padano. Uh, Just in recent times, I started to see a grana padano pop up. Hmm. But um, yeah, it is. uh, is, I would say it is kind of one of those go-to grated cheeses in italy just because it's it does not cost as much as parmigiano okay um yeah i have nothing against it i'm team parmigiano but
0: i have nothing against grana padano either okay yeah i mean so it, it's a similar cheese uh very similar in style and in production and aging and all that just exactly. As pregiato i guess is
1: uh, uh exactly exactly
0: so the Still stracchino hard the stracchino di... Crescenza, where where I don't know I don't know that one. I know Stracchino in general, but where's Crescenza and what's what's that all about?
1: So so believe it or not, I actually have never had this cheese before. Um so it's gonna be now on my radar when I go out to the supermarket. Sure. Um so it is a a cheese made with cow's milk, mm-hmm. uh produced in northern Italy. So we're okay. talking about uh regions of uh Lombardia, Piemonte, um so on and so forth. Um, and they say that it's recommended to serve with like fresh fruits, cold cuts, uh, nice, I guess, fruity white wine probably would go good uh with this uh with this cheese. Um, but based on what I have researched about it, it's it's more of a fresher uh type of cheese. It's not aged like a um uh like a parmigiano or a grana padano. Uh, so it's one that you would eat right away. Uh could also be used on pizza, combined with pasta, mm-hmm. uh so and so. It's very versatile. A type of cheese, so it's one I have to try, and I'll probably do a video on it too because I've, like I said, never tried it before.
0: So you, but you think you can get it there in, in New Jersey, or I'm uh... going to try. I mean, I've found
1: there's a supermarket right near my house um, that has cheeses that I'm surprised to find there, mm-hmm. uh, like Taleggio, for example. I don't know if you've had Taleggio; it's actually number seventeen on the list. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised to find it, uh, so when I, I bought it right away and, and had it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they have more than just the typical parmigiano, gorgonzola, uh, and grana, uh, the place that I go to, at least in New Jersey.
0: So, uh, when we talk about mo- mozzarella, you have mozzarella, which is like 28 and less, but now we're talking at number seven, yes. mozzarella di bufala campana. So, uh, this comes from the buffalo's milk, obviously.
1: Exactly. Mozzarella di bufala campana coming from, uh, of course, the uh, buffalo uh, milk being made in the Campania region. Mm-hmm. Um it definitely has a more distinct, more of a uh, refined taste. I mm-hmm. guess if you're not used to the taste, it could kind of be perceived as sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, if you if you you like, I personally love it. Uh, it's great to put on a typical pizza margherita, especially mm-hmm. from Napoli. I mean, you cannot go wrong with that. And is uh, that and the one would...
0: that's required on the on the pizza? Uh, yes, Asia I believe it. Napoli? I believe it
1: is the official yeah. uh, uh, pizza napoletana. Uh, or Vera. pizza margherita, yeah, no? yeah, yeah. exact, um, uh, uses the uh, the buffalo mozzarella. Again, hard to find outside of Italy. I mean, yeah. you can find it, but unless you're in an area where they're constantly importing and bringing yeah. the cheeses in,
0: yeah. So again, a fresh cheese uh, goes very well in pizza. I, I guess do they also use it for like a uh, what's the the salad with the basil and tomato? um the, oh, the insalata caprese. Caprese, yeah. Do they use it for caprese, or is that more the yeah, mozzarella? I both, uh,
1: yeah. both actually. I've I've seen both, okay, believe it or not. Yeah. I guess depending on the location, you know, the restaurant that you go to.
0: Mm-hmm. So now we're down to the pecorinos. We have a pecorino sardo and a pecorino toscano. Do you can you tell the difference? And yeah. then we can even talk about the romano down at fifteen. But what what are the uh, what are the distinct differences between these pecorinos? I mean, yeah. they're all pecorino, so sheep's milk.
1: Yeah, so they are sheep's milk. Um pecorino sardo uh, being
0: produced in the island of
1: Sardinia, of course, uh, semi semi cooked hard cheese, mm-hmm. um again made with the uh, the sheep's milk. Um, I personally love the taste of it. Um, I was surprised to see that number nine on the list again because well, from personal experience, I can't really, I haven't really found it uh, mm-hmm. as much. Um, but what they tend to say is it's um like a dense, firm, crumbly oily type of not too oily of course um but there are two types of uh, uh aging of this specific cheese so pecorino sardo dolce and then pecorino sardo maturo so the dolce one would of course be less aged mm-hmm. um not fresh um but it, i think it's aged between uh 20 to 60 days i believe mm-hmm. and then the pecorino sardo is uh, over 2 months uh, so it's okay. going to be a little little harder
0: okay um is so that's the sardo the, is that the, that's the Tosca- sardo okay and the toscano and the uh, toscano the
1: toscano is, uh, is quite similar same thing as the uh, in in terms of the uh, the sheep milk but instead coming from the region of toscana and if we want to talk about territory so obviously the sheeps eat different things so therefore it has a an impact on the uh, actual uh, uh cheese uh, the milk sure. that's being produced and then therefore the uh, the cheese
0: Sure, yeah, uh, that makes sense. believe it
1: or not, pecorino sardo is produced also in uh, the regions of not just uh, Toscana, but also uh, Lazio and Umbria, uh, which mm-hmm. are the neighboring regions of Tuscany. And then we have, of course, the fresco and the stagionato, so more of the fresh type, and then the, the aged type, which is uh, aged at least four months. Um, so this uh, overall could be considered a semi-hard uh, type of cheese as well.
0: Okay. And then uh, we'll jump, I just want to uh, compare it to the Pecorio the Romano, which is obviously more well-known, more right. accessible and, and, and you know, but so, uh, so, the so pec- how, how, yeah,
1: go ahead. Oh, sure. Um, so the Pecorio Romano, yeah, being much more uh, accessible, much more known, um, despite the fact that it says Romano, believe it or not, most of it's produced, most of the milk that per- that is used to produce the Pecorio Romano comes actually from Sardinia. Oh. Because Sardinia, ha- yeah, believe it or not, has more sheep than inhabitants than people that live on the island <laughs> yeah I believe uh, so they they make a lot of pecorino i mean we have pecorino sardo, pecorino pecorino romano um and pecorino romano believe it or not is one of the oldest if not the oldest italian cheeses so it goes back about 2000 years hmm. where the uh the ancient romans would eat it in fact the uh the uh roman soldiers would be rationed i forget how much per day they would be allowed to have mm mm-hmm. But they would take it, they would eat it as a, you know, to give them good uh, uh, energy to go out uh, into battle and, of course, just to survive in general. But it is definitely the pride of not just the uh, La Lazio region, not just Sardegna, but anybody who loves, uh, you know, dishes like a carbonara, cacio e pepe. Uh, amatriciana you put right. pecorino romano and that's it you don't put Parmigiano. they don't put no. grana nothing else but pecorino romano that's right no, Roman <laughs> i mean you can lose true.
0: friendships over that's it. right that's how... <laughs> wars have been started over that wars so. have been started <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great i want to pick out a couple more real quick if you don't mind I, i'm looking there at uh, bocconcini so the to me these are like small little mozzarella balls yeah. is that right or are, yes that, that's oversimplification yeah, it, but i mean what, what are they exactly
1: yeah, bocconcini. So we're talking about, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, small, smaller little um, mozzarella balls, I guess you could say, coming from the region of Campania. Okay. Um, um, I would say probably smaller than that of an egg um, yeah. made with, uh, uh, it could be combined buffalo's milk and uh, cow's milk or just one or just the other. Okay. Um, but literally meaning like little small bites.
0: Yeah. Well, I've seen ones that are even smaller. They call chiliegi, like cherries or chilegi. something. Uh, exactly. Uh, they're even smaller, exactly. I think, than the and cheese, but um, same principle. You, yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Have you ever seen the, I think it's called the filata, uh, which is the big giant mozzarella and when you cut it the small little bocconcini come out
0: ah yeah 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 <laughs> that's right that's cool that it's was like actually, i had babies yeah
1: yeah, yeah. exactly it was given birth to baby mozzarella that was actually made <laughs> as a joke it's not on the list of filiata to my notes that okay um that was made as a joke to get kids to eat cheese uh-huh. and to get their calcium so they said hey if they're playing if they could play with the cheese maybe they'll eat it and it worked now it became this big thing
0: yeah yeah um filiata well, I mean, just looking around the rest of the list, I mean, there's there's plenty of other things, uh, you know, lots of other Italian cheeses there. You mentioned the Gorgonzola Dolce. I have a yes. question about the Provolone del Monaco. Uh, Monaco is a different country, or, or sometimes they call it Monaco di Bavaria, which is a which is what we call Munich. Uh, so I don't know what this Provolone del Monaco is. Uh, which number. one are you looking at? Which number, number, 44? number
1: forty-four. Number forty. Uh, Provolone del Monaco. Uh, del Monaco.
0: All right. So Monaco, um,
1: Monaco, it's actually Monaco. one that I have. I've never had this provolone before. I've never heard of quite it. Quite honest with, yeah. you. I've never yeah. to be honest with you, I've never had it. Yeah, um, I've had provolone in general, um, but not not this specific one. So, unfortunately, my knowledge is low.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mine too. I, I I was yeah. I mean, I've never heard of it, so I don't know how. I mean, I mean, I'm not a cheese expert, but I mean, you would think I'd at least heard of it if it made it on this list. But um, right, the ca- I mean, I feel the like there company- are many, I'm many sorry? different types of provolone uh, yeah. around Italy from the north to the south. And in general what is provolone then cuz we have what we call provolone cheese here in the US but right. i mean is that is it a, normally a sliced cheese or is it a um no it's. Or, a, i mean, I mean pe- people could buy chunks of the cheese it can be sliced
1: depending on um i guess which one and how aged uh you uh, you get it the more aged the harder it is to slice um but typically in italy it's um I w- wouldn't consider it a sliced cheese
0: okay now i have to ask you about 42 so Cacho Cavallo. Okay. Uh, I've, I've yes. heard of this, but I mean cavallo means horses. This isn't from horse's I, milk, is it?
1: Or no? I knew exactly where you were going with that one. Well, no, it's not <laughs> horse's milk. Everybody, and that's this is a this is a fun thing to talk about because cacho means cheese. Cavallo, yeah. like you said, right. means horse. So why is it called horse cheese, even though there's yeah. no it's made with cow's milk. Um okay. so basically when they make the this type of cheese, they have to hang it. Okay. Have you ever seen it hung before? It's kind of hung with like a, a rope tied around the top. Yes, yes, and like a big t- teardrop i would say right right so the cavallo in italian if you say a cavallo di right. it means like uh um, straddle you know strap exactly straddle and so that, so like you you know you sit on a horse and you put one leg on each side that's how they hang the cheese so they have a rope on one mm-hmm. end is one caccia cavallo on the other end is the other caccia cavallo okay. they hang it over like a wooden beam or or something and they call it a cavallo di
0: okay
1: so, that's good good explanation wow i love it yeah, yeah, that's great. It's that's uh, something I get a lot.
0: <laughs> well, I got to ask you this question. Um, looking at the list, is there something on here you're disappointed not to see? Is there not something missing? Ooh, that's a. Is there, good is there one. something missing um, in your opinion? Uh,
1: something missing? That's a good question. Though the only disappointment I had, like I said earlier, was the number thirty-seven, Gorgonzola Dolce. I was quite yeah, disappointed it be on that that I was yeah. so low. Like yeah. I said, that's my that's my kryptonite um something missing Mm, no i wouldn't say that i'm i'm disappointed um like like i said in the beginning since this list was probably determined i'm assuming mainly by americans it's probably what they have access to right so i don't see any like caprino on here any goat's milk uh, goat's cheese which i i happen to like
0: yeah, um, or um, yeah. There's uh, there's a one in Sicily called Pepato that's quite. It's like a pepper cheese. It's like pepper, little peppercorns in the cheese, that's uh, pretty pretty popular in Sicily. But uh, right, either. right. Or the so what's good. the what's the other one they use to make the Norma the 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 the, norma. Cheese, the, the uh, Pastella Norma. They have like a uh, a baked. Um, gosh, what is it? It's a hard. Uh,
1: I'm not coming
0: of my. Yeah, I can't I remember it. Of it? But uh,
1: uh, have... I don't know my 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 knowledge unfortunately. Are you talking about the um? Is it a ricotta salata maybe?
0: Yes, that's it. The ricotta. Oh, okay. salata. In fact, ricotta
1: isn't on there. I mean. Um, and here's which... another interesting fact. Uh, ricotta, yeah, I don't see it because technically it's not considered a cheese. Hmm. So ricotta, ricotta. Hmm, well, I guess in Italian it would be, they call it just salt like its own category, like a latticino. Yeah, okay. um, <clears throat> Ricotta meaning recooked. So basically they take the whey. So if we think of parmigiano Reggiano, for example, we have the leftover liquid whey after the curd has been removed. I see. Um, and they don't throw that away. What they do is they recook it. Ricotta meaning recooked.
0: Right, uh, right. And,
1: and then they uh, they sell it. So uh, I know a lot of people say it's a cheese. It's not uh, in its truest and most traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and uh, and like I said, I'm, unfortunately, it's hard for me to find real ricotta around here because when you go to the supermarket, you see ricotta cheese all over the place, and that's how you know one hundred percent that it's not Italian. If they put right. the word cheese with ricotta.
0: Okay, well that's by definition. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. Yeah. So that ricotta salata, yeah, that that's like a, isn't it like almost like a, uh, it's like it's a, like a hard- hardened version of ricotta or something. It's a, yeah, a, or it, a dried it, version. It, it,
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's a drier version of ricotta. If you see, it, it, it looks like a little chunk of cheese, um, made of course, like I said, from the whey, the the whey of mm-hmm. uh, of um, you know the leftover whey from the from the, the cheese before. Um, mm-hmm. It's aged, uh, that's why it, it becomes hard. I'm not sure for how long it would be aged. I guess depending on whatever region produces the ricotta salata um problem assuming at least 80 to 90 days for it to you know dry out and get harder sure. but when you cut it's cuttable it's it's um it could be crumbled as well and uh, it's a really good snack it's really mm-hmm. good
0: OK, so one last question here, just to be just in the spirit of fairness, as you look yes. at this list of 50 top cheeses, if you had to pick one that you love that's not Italian, uh, do you see anything on there that you, you would uh, go out of your way to have if you saw it on a menu or mm-hmm. at a, at a grocery store or anything? A- that's absolutely. From- absolutely. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of the
1: Spanish manchego. Yeah, I love that cheese. It's it's really good. That That's when I would go out of my way. Uh, to get so I, yeah. I give the uh, the credit to the Spaniards on that one. Okay, um, but I mean even to be fair, there's not a lot of French cheese on this list. I'm sure the French weren't happy about yeah. that. Um, but I do have to say they they make excellent cheese as well. I'm not going to take anything away from the French um, yeah. because they uh, they uh, they um, make good cheese. As and make for, for the right French, I don't <laughs> see on the list Roquefort, yeah. which I'm very surprised that that's not even on the list yeah. from the French point of view. No, mm-hmm. I don't
0: see that either. Uh, there is a Gruyere cheese from Switzerland, it looks like, uh, yes, number 29?
1: Uh, yes. Uh, yes. There's well, that. Not a lot of Swiss cheese as well. I think that's the only one yeah um i did a video not too long ago and i got a lot of uh, i think i started a war between the italians and the french and also the swiss started jumping in (laughs) and the swiss wow they're they're usually neutral yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no not in this case (laughs) of course you know for the french the whole list was rigged for the italians it was the most fair list possible and uh it was fun to read all the comments after i didn't say anything i'll let them do the uh yeah let them hash it out
0: themselves yeah yeah, well, this has been great as always, Robert. I appreciate your insight. You're really a wealth of knowledge on uh, the, you know, the, this regional specialties of Italy. You know, I know cheese in particular is a passion of yours. Um, Thank you. You know, would like to have another conversation sometime. Maybe we'll talk about the different types of uh, prosciutto we can find around Italy. Or yes, you know, absolutely. We, we need to get around the wines eventually. I mean, we we've had some great oh, yeah. conversations, but I mean, your your core focus is always sort of. Separating the you know the original products of Italy from the from the pretenders and you know and, and yes. recognizing them as you know maybe they're both legitimate in the sense but let's not call one thing something that it's not so uh,
1: exactly but, exactly uh, that's kind of my, my niche if you yeah. will yeah I know you're, you have, I also you also do your appreciate website...
0: your time no yeah so yeah. the website now is up and running so what's is it what's the uh, exact web address
1: yes uh, I finally got the website up and running it is a work in progress the uh, the site is stop ita so stop ita okay stop ita and
0: you've got some uh, i know you got some blog posts there you're are you're you embedding your videos from uh, from instagram and, and all that
1: uh, yeah I mean- so what i have um on that website is some blog posts i wrote i'm um, embedding uh, some videos from youtube um which are basically the same videos from instagram and, and tiktok right um I, I, I want it to be a resource for for people to go and learn Um, whether it's, um, you know, just regular everyday people or, or schools or students or whatever it may be, you go and you learn about these, these, uh, these products or hundreds of thousands of products. It's going to take me a while to update everything, but, you know, Rome wasn't built in the day as they say. No, right. And, uh, you
0: got it. You're off to a great start. I'm seeing you have this pecorino Romano, the cheese that their emperors ate, and you have the, you know, the pesto sauce, the priest chokers. (laughs) I love it. Yes. The the priest chokers chokers is always a
1: good one. Yeah. I love um, it, and we also uh, finally uh, have our first um, collaboration with a, a food tour guide in Emilia Romagna. Yeah, so we call these estapatine sounding food tours. Um, if anybody's interested in in uh, you know if they're in Emilia Romagna and they want to have a food tour, you have a, you know an all day uh, food tour, or even there's one I think half a day where you visit Parmigiano Reggiano, uh, Lambrusco, um, Prosciutto di Modena, um, and um, um, uh, la- uh, balsamic vinegar. So uh,
0: no, so you uh, see you're going you're going to tour well. the you're going to tour the places where these products are made and and then I imagine there's there must be some sort of tasting involved. I mean exactly uh, exactly. You
1: tour, you see how they're made, um you taste them and you see the territory. Yes, exactly. Great. Great. So yeah. it's uh, done in yeah, with collaboration the- with uh, with one of our tour guides uh, her name's Julia in Italy. So she's very nice.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's a great website. I mean, like you say, uh, all websites are, that's the wonderful thing about them is they're, they're, they're dynamic there. You can, you can add to them, you can, you know, you update them. And, and so you've got a great resource here. People should check it out. And uh, yeah, let's, let's chat again sometime. Let's uh, pick another awesome. topic and and dive into it. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay, well, Robert. Well, thanks a lot again and, and have a great day and uh, look forward to our next chat.
1: Thank you. I do too. You two have a great day. Thanks, man. Ta-ta. Ciao.
0: Well, that's it for today's episode. Come back next time for another generous helping of straight talk about the benefits of a Mediterranean diet. And find us on our website at eatlikeanitalian.com. Ciao.